And now, live from ID Studios in Tucson, Arizona, it's... Dear Friends and Family. 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 Dear Friends and Family, how are you? Dear Friends and Family, welcome to Session 6. Session 6, woohoo! Wow. Okay, so Friday we launched a bunch of shows. Yes. We launched that DJ show, we launched Dear Friends and Family, we launched Knowledge, Knowledge Base. Base. Like, oh, man. Oh, my goodness. It was so exciting and we have gotten hundreds and hundreds of listens. We are just working as hard as we can to get up on that trending now list. Heck yeah. <laughs> so we are just loving this. The response from people has just been phenomenal. Oh, it's been awesome. Yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you for listening to the show and thank you for supporting what we're doing. I feel like, you know, the point of Dear Friends and Family is to give those with chronic illness a voice because there isn't enough of a positive voice out there for no, people like us. No, and, and you know, and the funny thing is, is that I've done search for small fiber neuropathy and there's very nothing. little there's nothing it's, it's i mean there's so, a ton like, of like technical medical yeah. blah, blah 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 you can learn a lot about it from the tech side like how it's affecting the body and what's actually happening but there's nobody actually talking about yeah, it yeah that is just a huge deal for us so and this is what this show is about is just showing people that hey we might be sick but we're still having a great time <laughs> so it's a good opportunity to remind you that if you want to be a part of that voice if you would like to share your story with us we would love to hear from you yeah if you would like to share your hero of the week if you have a hero in your life that has just inspired you through your illness drop yeah. us a line we would love to mention those people in our show and give them the credit that they deserve and if you have somebody that has a cause that you think could really benefit from us helping support them, because Amber has been doing really well with her crowdfunding. Yeah, Let we've raised almost $900 for her, and we are going to uh, keep Amber as our cause of the month through June since we had to take a little break. So we're going to be relaunching that and hopefully get out there, share, comment, tell people this story. It's important. So now that we've gone through all of this launching out shows <laughs> and getting back on our regular schedule. Yeah, totally. I just, I, oh man, I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, <laughs> bad juju, bad juju. Anyways, I'll take over for her. We are going to be talking about meditation yeah, in this show. Oh, that's why I forgot what I was talking about. <laughs> because oh you've got God. a mental block on we talk meditation. About, yeah, we're talking about meditation again. Exactly. So, you know, when it comes to meditation, you have a mental block. So, guys, okay, this but is... But I have to tell I have to tell you something. Holy. My friends have been totally keeping me accountable. I have had friends sending me different types of meditations, different types <laughs> of, like, audio, visual, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, oh, yeah. keep it up, guys. You're doing yep. good. You remind Heck me yeah. every day, and I love it because left to my own devices I'll, I'll just walk away so this is this is gonna have in the first part of the show we're gonna have our meditation update <laughs> and i play a very groggy and according to patty very creepy it's creepy <laughs> creepy, creepy. so yeah let's get into that real quick go ahead finish up the meditation <laughs> yeah so this is lex i just wanted to talk yeah about it's like three o'clock in the morning meditation and how I don't think it sounds creepy at all. I can see why I didn't remember much. That's because I edited it. (laughs) Oh, that's cool. I wanted to get. Ah, well, let's uh, let's let him listen to it. My thoughts recorded while I can still remember. Dude's voice is completely like 
You forget about the sound quality issues. <laughs> <laughs> You're always His listening for the sound like, quality issue. I'm a tag. You're only tied to reality. It's kind <laughs> of crazy because I wasn't like falling asleep. The first time I did it, I was so skeptical about it that I was like, all right, whatever. But this time when I tried it, I was like more into it and I was you know, feeling the things that he was talking about, like, you know, when I was exhaling, my whole body was just completely calming down, and, you know, one of the things that he was saying was not to, See, not to move part. around. How is that creepy? At the beginning, they tell you not to move around and stay still. Like, in everything you say, there's, like, this growl. <laughs> Dude, it's three o'clock in the morning. I'm half asleep or not even. I'm like, I just finished this meditation and I'm groggy as hell. So I was doing the meditation and it was crazy because my body was really just sinking in. And he said not to. See? At the beginning, he says not to twitch or do any of that stuff. (laughs) That's a little possible. Yeah, I know for me, right? (laughs) Sit still. What? Sleep, it's late and my body starts to spasm and starts to jump and i'm like okay concentrate on the breathing concentrate on the breathing <laughs> so yeah i was concentrating Usa. on the breathing Usa. And trying not to hurt but it was just hurting <laughs> so i mean luckily it was just my legs doing what they normally do in my arms ow it was it was a good meditation session it was actually fun cuz i was thinking about what to put on the show about the <laughs> meditation and then the guy comes on and goes put everything from your day out of your mind and i'm like oh sorry yeah. <laughs> it was pretty cool cool meditation i definitely want to do it again tomorrow i've noticed that i've got to prepare myself to meditate so i need to Me like too. stop watching yep. something or working or doing research because that gets my mind just going. So I and you used to, to do those things to quiet your mind, but it doesn't bit. work anymore. No. <laughs> just kind of chill. Well, the podcast thing works to relax chill. my mind. And then it puts I you in like a meditative state, though. Exactly. Just, it was just pretty, pretty cool. So I think it's really cool that Legs took a minute to sit and give you a little experience right after his meditation. And, you know, I wanted to record it just because. I didn't remember a lot from my first meditation. Yeah. You know, so it was really like, okay, I need to get this down because I'm going to forget this. And that's when the guy said, get everything out of your mind. And I was like, oops, sorry. (laughs) I I think it's really interesting, though, that you have taken to this meditation thing so intensely because the handful of times that you have really engaged yourself and really made a point to do it, it has really altered the way you think and the way that you behave. It It alters your behavior. It really does. And, And it's actually really funny because, you know, I was listening to Celine Johnson and she's like the three things that successful people do on a daily basis, you know, and one of them is meditation. 
And I know, I know. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the guy who actually got me onto meditation was Pat Flynn because I saw him. You know, I've always gone by the rule of somebody is being successful and they're being awesome. I want what they want. So I do what they do. You know, I saw a show where he goes through his morning routine and his morning routine is one of the things is that he meditates and he journals and he does that stuff. I wanted to copy that. And, you know, lo and behold, it actually was working for me. I was able to think a lot easier. And what did Shalene Johnson say about the whole memory and meditation? Yeah, there's tons of research out there. It's not exclusive to Shalene. Like it, she was talking about stuff that she had seen all over the place. There is actual scientific research. research that shows that meditation changes your brain. Yes, and and there's actual MRIs, guys. They this is this is via like MRI comparison. What they do is if you take a person who has people with fibromyalgia, if you have fibromyalgia and you have a hard time with remembering things and things like that. Meditation you literally clears the fog. Yes. And this has been researched. Yes. So I would like to announce that the queen of fog has officially taken to meditation. I have done it every morning <laughs> for the last seven days. Okay. I know that, you know, we committed to whatever. It took me a while to get into it. I'm really slow. I'm sorry. <laughs> last for the last seven days, I have been meditating. Me. Me, this girl, this girl. So if you have anything, if you have anything against meditation, you can do this. Like you need to just, yeah, you can do this, I swear. So without further ado, we're going to move you on to a gentleman who actually takes us through some meditation so techniques. He does not consider himself an expert. However, the man has been using meditation for 45 years as a very essential tool yes. to his illness. Yes. So with no further ado whatsoever, I would love to introduce the man, the myth, the legend, my sunshine daddy, Lewis, Lewis Cole. Hello, people. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis is talking to us from Florida. Florida, the sunshine state. <laughs> That's why he is my sunshine daddy. Because I'm your dealer at all. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, you know, how did you, you know, what are you afflicted with? What were you diagnosed with and how did you get here? Well, starting back when I first felt like I needed help. That's a, a hurdle we all have to jump over. Nobody likes to admit they need help. Yeah. And if we all picked a number between 1 and 100, which represented the percentage of our lifetime where help just flat got in the way, that number would be pretty high. In my case, probably... <laughs> In the 70s or 80s. <laughs> Hell yeah, I'd, I'd be right there with you. <laughs> and once you jump over that first hurdle, the rest just seem to just line up and fall right underneath you without touching your toes at all. <laughs> so anyway, I kind of felt, as you do sometimes, that my life was getting out of hand. I couldn't understand why that sometimes... I would be emotional. Other times I would be stone cold emotionless and never an even keel. So I was playing on a softball team that was made up entirely of hospital folks. Some <laughs> Sounds uh, like a scary just... group to play with. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was. And uh, those types of people are tuned in to what's ailing folks. And a friend of mine that happened to work in the mental health clinic gave me the one, two. I ended up with a, an appointment, took a battery of tests. They told me that I was moderately depressed and I had been for quite some time. 
and uh, figured out that the way I was handling that because I was in the military was whenever things uh, got too hard for me to deal with, I would just transfer to another location and try to start fresh. Yeah. Yeah. Geographicals. Yeah. Geographical cures. <laughs> we can relate. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And sooner or later you figure out that you're right back where you started and you have to admit, well, there's something wrong with me. Changing places just doesn't get it. And these friends of mine, after doing the official stuff, uh, had me listen to what they had put together based on their reading. This is nothing mini official, nothing official. And we're talking maybe uh, late 70s, uh, but what it was. Well, I got to say, I got to give you mad props for, you know, in the late 70s to be saying, okay, I need help. Like back then that, you know, those, it was hard to ask for help. So I give you mad props for that, man. That's awesome. Definitely. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. I had uh, survived a lot by then. Yeah. Now they call it uh, post-traumatic stress disorder. Back then, they just called it the yips. Or the... <laughs> <laughs> but this tape that they gave me to listen to was what came to be known as guided imagery, maybe? No. Guided imagery is a good one. I've actually never done guided, guided imagery. Aggressive relaxation is what it officially was titled. Aggressive relaxation. Progressive relaxation. Oh, progressive relaxation. Okay. Progressive. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, aggressive relaxation. (laughs) That's my style. Going to aggressively relax. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I got to start somewhere. (laughs) That just entitled, uh, of course, laying down. You know, I mean, what is anything mental health without laying down for crying out loud? <laughs> the voice on the recording, actually, this was a cassette tape. The voice <laughs> on, the, on the cassette tape was very calm, very smooth, very deliberate, and very monotonous. <laughs> <laughs> See, I couldn't do that. I'd be like, dude, oh, come on. <laughs> I left out the important part that uh, the major complaint at the time, along with the general feeling of, while I'm losing control, uh, the major complaint was difficulty falling asleep. Ah, insomnia. Yes. This therapy, or training as they called it, was designed to remind me to relearn what it felt like to be relaxed. Ah, it had been too long. (laughs) You had forgotten how to just relax. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that has... You know, from years of stress, years of tension, and always being amped up. You know, when you're laying awake at night, you're exhausted because you did put in a hard day, but your mind just won't stop thinking and allow you to sleep. Oh, yeah, I can relate with that. Definitely. <laughs> this, this tape took about an hour and a half from start to finish. And oh, it wow. literally started with my toes <laughs> and ended up at my ears. And what it was about was flexing muscle groups and then relaxing them and then taking the time to to remember what relaxing feels like you flex in a lot of cases you didn't have to because you were already flexed and that gave you a baseline of what you didn't want and then you consciously relaxed and as you relaxed that muscle group you felt and you just worked your way from pointing your toes to curling your toes to clenching your toes to pointing your feet <laughs> so I have to ask because you know for me I know for me that I, I always feel weird doing stuff like that so did you feel weird the first time you were doing it no not at all I mean the people that were around me kind of 
gave me a lot of distance. Nice. <laughs> I I uh, was so ready for anything to help. I paid attention. That's awesome. Then after a while, I've, I've started feeling so good and tried to teach others, and they just thought it was too weird. <laughs> you know, too too bad for them. Got, <laughs> we'll probably talk a lot of these different strategies. Like anything else, the more you use them, the better they're going to work for you. If you try them one time, get a negative outlook on it, and, and never do it again, well, of course it's not going to help. But at the time, it, it beat getting admitted to an inpatient unit. Uh, it beat being zombied out by the archaic drugs you find. <laughs> totally. Totally. It was something I could do at home. I just, so I did. I and, love and, that you, like, I have this problem. I am going to ask for help, and I'm going to accept that help and do whatever it is that they suggest to me. Like, that's not, that's, that's really healthy. Like, that's a really great way to go about something. I don't know. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm very really, impressed. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> awesome, man. I mean, I, I, I mean, especially in that time, I mean, it was, dude, you were progressive and a half. Definitely. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. And it has more to do with the way I was brought up. I learned early on that doing nothing does nothing. Yep. And also not to expect quick miracles, even one step each day is progress. Yeah. Of course, you all to happen quickly, but repeating what I just said, doing nothing about it does nothing except make your condition worsen until it's mental. And, and, and it's important to point out that all of the stuff that I do to make myself physically feel better is not because I'm an expert at any one thing. It's not because I'm certified at any one thing. I'm not a physician, I'm not a physician's assistant, a nurse, a practitioner, or even a tech anymore. I've just discovered things on my own that works for me, and if talking helps other people, that's going to make me feel good. That's awesome. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, that's what we do around here. Like, it's not really about the expert or the doctor, or it's about sharing your life experience, you know, like we all have something that we can share. And I love that you have like really brought this meditation thing to the front of our minds. Yeah. And, and, and I got to say, Lewis, you've just completely like gave me an aha moment, man. Like I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this and I'm like, you know, I love the statement that, you know, you know, doing nothing about something creates nothing. And I, I love that, you know, taking that control over your condition and doing something about it, because if you don't do something about it, it's just going to get worse. And, and you get into that depression and you, you know, I, I, God, that. Well, especially for Lewis, I know that, you know, my story, I suffer from severe depressive disorder and I struggle with it every single day. It's like this giant cloud over my head that's ready to pour on me at any minute. Mm -hmm. And so I love listening to you talk about how you just dove in and did what was suggested. And I've had those moments in my depression where I've needed to just do whatever anybody suggested for me to do because it's a very desperate feeling. So you were saying that you teach this, right? I tried to teach it. I mean, I, I, when I have something good, I like to share. Yeah. When, when you see somebody that's going through the things that used to bug the crap out of you, you, you want to ease their suffering. And, and, yeah, it's one of those situations where you can't help everybody, especially those that don't want your help. Yeah. I mean, the reason that this stuff is actually taught 
by scientists and educated practitioners and professional people is because they're trained to recognize these little psychological therapies aren't going to work because somebody is so deeply mentally impaired, they're going to need psychological therapy. Yeah. So, 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 you know, you got to separate the two. You know, relaxation training is not psychological therapy. No medicine involved in relaxation <laughs> training. If you're not so deep in the bottomless pit of despair that a few helpful tricks and hints are going to make the difference, like it did for me, then that's great. You know, and, and, and as we touched on uh, a moment or two ago, it's always better for people that need help to be more receptive to those that have been in their shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, I hate to use cliches, but it's talking the talk and walking the walk. Well, I mean, it's hard to relate with somebody if they haven't been there, you know. And so when, you know, I know from my experience, when I was first starting out in my journey of finding out what was wrong with me, everybody and their brother was telling me, you know, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the same thing. But, you know, I kind of had to weed through the BS and the people that were actually going through the same stuff that I was. And then when I started to listen to them and open my eyes and, and my ears, then I started to get something useful from them. And I figured out how to weed out the good info and the bad info. <laughs> well, that, just, that just proves that you're not that far gone, friend. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>, that's awesome. <laughs> Okay, dear friends and family listeners, it's that time where we remind you to head over to studioids.com and sign up for our email list. You will receive all of the latest updates, releases, and information about our studio. Also, wherever you are listening, from whether it be iTunes or SoundCloud, please give us a comment, a like, and a share. Thank you for supporting our endeavor to open minds one show at a time. Take it away, Patty and Lex. So I really want you to teach me this, this relaxation technique, because one of my biggest problems is like you said, is, is, you know, at night I, 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 it's hard to fall asleep because my mind is racing on business. It's racing on my condition. It's racing on that. And, and we kind of have the similar story. So I really like if, if we can, obviously not on air or anything like that, but maybe we could schedule something. I don't know. Why not on air? Well, I, I don't know if Lewis would be up for that. Well, I don't know if you have the airtime. <laughs> we got unlimited airtime. We're good to go. <laughs> you got to remember, I have been doing this to myself. Boy, that sounds sick. <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this to myself for over 30 years. And what I use is a cross between autogenic training, biofeedback, deep breathing, guided imagery. And uh, what we talked about earlier, progressive relaxation, and mix in a little bit of self-hypnosis, you know, that's that's in my little bag of tricks. I have been doing this stuff for for quite a while. And when, when you start out, like I said, it takes a commitment. And then after that, you just got to practice it. You don't get good at it, but you get good enough at it to see that it's working and it makes you want to do it better. Heck yeah. I can actually pinpoint What's keeping me awake? You know, you have the, when you had those nights, when I had those nights in the past where I didn't know what was keeping me awake and blaming it on my brain, 
overthinking stuff. Through the years, I have discovered that, gee, you know, I mean, I'm a little stiff in the back of my neck because I went to an air show or something like that. Well, then I can focus on my shoulders up and, and start relaxing those muscle groups. So how exactly would you do that? Like, so if you're, let's say you're getting ready for bed, your neck hurts, and now you're going to do your relaxation therapy. How do you, how do you do that? How do you like it? Just walk us through it. Like you're laying in bed and you do what? Okay. As, as you're laying there, or in your case, as you're sitting there, you got to create some tension. You may not even feel it, but you know how, like when you, when you're flexing a muscle, when you're posing, mm -hmm. you stiffen up. And then, you, re, you know, when you're done posing, you just release it. Yep. So both you guys, while you're sitting there, close okay. your eyes okay. and focus on scrunching up your shoulders and the back of your neck. Get it as tight as you possibly can. Okay. Now, let it go. <sighs> and as it's relaxing, you can feel the tension going away. I actually can. <laughs> That's crazy. It's a weird feeling. If you were doing that with your head in a pillow, it would actually feel like you're sinking a little bit deeper into that pillow. Nice. Yeah. I think right? that this would be and really then, helpful for you because you're having neuropathy, which is causing this like strange yeah. disconnect between your brain and your nerves and your muscles. And so like maybe if you're consciously flexing and consciously relaxing, that you might actually get gain some of that control back. Yeah, this you're retraining yourself to relax. Now here's a better example, uh, and you both can do this whether you're sitting up or laying down. Close your eyes as tight as you can. Okay. And keep them keep them closed as tight as you can until I say relax them. Okay, so they're they're tight. Okay, now without opening your eyes, let go of all that tightness. Whoa. <laughs> Now you can feel underneath your eyes to the outsides of your eyes and at angles above your eyes and moving away from your eyebrows. You can feel those muscles actually relax. And as they're relaxing, the image that you're viewing on the backs of your eyelids changes. Yeah, it's kind of bluish right now for me. Okay, well, good. Blue is what you want. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's like a non-wireless form of biofeedback. That's awesome. And you can do that, do the neck, you know, do the muscle contractions and relaxing, relaxations. I'm getting excited, so I'm slurring my words. I'm, not <laughs> yeah. it's all. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm the same way. If I get overexcited, my mouth uh, starts to hurt, and so it starts to slur words. <laughs> Just little simple examples of, you know, what it feels like. And you don't need to, to remember what it feels like to be tense and, and painful. But, you know, just those two little exercises there showed you the difference between what you think is relaxed and what really is relaxed. Wow. Because we was relaxed and happy and just having a nice chat, weren't we? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, honestly, my face feels very calm. It's not twitching like it you know my face twitches on a regular basis but um but it's it's so does his butt cheek <laughs> twerking like <Hey>. miley <laughs> yes as you progress at it as you progress at it realize that oh i think the count is now about 96 muscles that it takes to smile yeah try flexing and relaxing all of them
<laughs> how in we the world? That. How in the world would I do that? By laughing and then being very serious. Seriously? See, you're focusing on what to think about when you're thinking that I'm thinking too much. Okay. Wait, what did you just say? Wait, what did you just say? Let's start over here. So, I'm focusing on my smile right now, and I'm smiling ear to ear. What do I do? Without frowning, relax that smile. Oh, weird. Sometimes totally relaxed is with your mouth slightly open. Sometimes totally relaxed is the lips closed. It's just whatever's for you. That's awesome. You're just now working on the front of your face. Now you got you got jaw muscles to do that too. Some people that are <laughs> more talented than I can you do their ear muscles. <laughs> oh yeah. No, That's I'm not one awesome. of those people. I've always wanted to be able to move my ears, man. I'm so disappointed I, I, I can't. I'm totally entertained by people who can do that. Me too. <laughs> I've always wanted to move my ears, but I, I can't. I can't move my ears. We're none of the none of us are the fortunate ones. Yeah, no. <laughs> oh, Lewis, this is awesome, yeah. man. Like, I, I love this. I mean, I, honestly, my face really does feel a lot more relaxed just from doing these few things. Like, wow, that's that's intense, man. <laughs> and and of course, if something is already hurting. Like you just had a major Charlie horse and there ain't nobody touching those muscles in the backs of your thigh. Yep. Uh, well, then you just got to work on the support muscles, the muscles that are around it. There are flexion muscles and there's uh, flex. I said it twice, flexion <laughs> and retention. Anyway, <laughs> muscles work two directions. Okay. You got, a, you got muscles that cause you to touch your nose and you got muscles that causes you to put your arm back to your side. Okay. So the opposite muscle of the one that hurts is the one that you're going to work on. Hmm. That's cool. I actually, so. I've never thought of it that way. Yeah, I've never. So pretty much like if, if this portion of my arm is hurting, so the outside portion of my arm is hurting, then I focus on the inside of my arm to like, what do I do? Do I like try to make it tense up and then loosen up? Yeah, you can do that once you get used to the time frame involved and, and what it actually feels like uh, to move that relaxed feeling around. You can feel it seeping into the hurt muscle. And you just keep doing it until you nice. can actually that hurt muscle. You know, with practice and time, you can do it. Now, that doesn't take the place of a good massage by your partner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I'll take that over my own abilities any yeah. day. <laughs> Really, and that's really more acceptable than, oh, here we go again, doing it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I love all the dirty and it, like, uh, you know. But like, at the same time, it's actually really true because I spent a long time not even being able to touch Lex. Like, I was afraid to touch him. And it, it just, it took a point of me just getting over myself and be, and getting over my fear of hurting him more and just, touch him just and it's like the more i touch him the more i help him the more it relieves the stress the more it relieves the pain the more yeah and now it's gotten to the point where like you know anytime i'm spasming if i'm spasming she'll you know she'll come over and she can find exactly what's spasming and she'll do like some sort of pressure point and it makes it go away touch is yeah. good touch is good <laughs> yeah, what, what sessions I must have missed that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's actually going to be coming out. Uh, I believe that's what session four or five is where we talk about where we talk about the. Uh, yeah, we'll let you know, Lewis. Don't don't worry about that. Mm -hmm. So 
you know, I'd like to go ahead and wrap up our 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 interview. I'd love to say thank you. I have learned so much from you, Lewis. I'm honestly going to be practicing this stuff, you know, later tonight when yeah, I go I to bed. I think that you and you and Mr. Cole should have like a weekly meditation lesson. Dude, that would be cool. You up for that? Oh, sure. I mean, then we can get into some of the other things that I mentioned. Like I said, and forgot about what, what's in my uh, bag of tricks. It's all of these things. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you were already using the deep breathing. Yep. Yeah, the deep breathing works really well. Good, good, because I use that. So you, what you're saying is just pretty much assemble like a bag of tricks. You need a bag of meditation practices. It's not about finding one meditation practice that works. It's about finding a collection of meditation practices that work for you so that you can use one here, one there, you know, depending, depending on, on what your needs are for that day. That's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lewis, you're awesome. I'd like to thank you so much for being on our show. Uh, you are absolutely amazing. I have learned so much from you today. And Dude, every like so much what you said is just so powerful, and I'm I honestly will probably be listening to this podcast over and over <laughs> just because there's so much that I I can you know I can learn from from what you've you've talked about. So thank you so much. Thank you, well, sunshine you daddy. I appreciate the compliments, and and I know I I went to great pains to uh, let everybody know that I was no expert, no certified trainer, but I have to admit that I I have background in medicine. I was a trained medic in the Air Force. I hung around with a lot of very, very smart people. And it's just like secondhand smoke. It affects you. Yeah. Well, and the fact that you've been doing this for 30 years, I mean, that's that's a lot of life experience that, you know. 40. 40 years. 45. Sorry. Yeah, 45 years. <laughs> so, I mean, the fact that you've been doing this for 45 years, that's that's You're an huge. expert, dude. Yeah, I mean... It worked for me, and we just did it for like five seconds. So I, dude, you've got you're onto something there. I I love it. And all you did was the progressive relaxation. Yep. All right, good sir. Uh, I'd love to thank you for being on Dear Friends and Family. This has been amazing. Amazing. And I have learned so much from you, and I can't wait for our you know our sessions together. So thank you so much for being on our show. Thank you, Sunshine you're Daddy. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Arizona Dyer. <laughs> Love you. Love you too. And now, our cause of the month. So tell us a little bit about your situation. What you know, what were you diagnosed with? I felt a lump in my breast doing a personal mammogram on which I never did, but for some reason I did that day. I found a lump. Um it felt very angry and different than normal. So I, long story short, I went and got it looked at and um, it came back positive for breast cancer. So I was diagnosed on March 7th at 719 in the morning on my way to work. I got a call saying, you know, yes, your test came out positive and as soon as you hear positive and breast cancer, the rest of it is wah, 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 wah. <laughs> like Charlie For Brown. Sure. I bet. Um, I am considered cancer free as of now. Yes. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going through reconstruction. And what, what does that mean for you? Good. Cause I didn't want to ask. Cause I'm like, <laughs> ah, 
It, well, I'm assuming she's getting new boobs, but that's, exactly <laughs> that's just me. Means. That's what, that's yeah. Um, because of my well, when I first heard I had the breast cancer, the first mm. thing I told my doctor was just take them. I don't want them. Just take them if it's gonna make it go away. I but they really put a lot of thought into it, and they mm. make you really think about what you're gonna do. Because of my age, they really wanted to just go ahead and do the double mastectomy, which is what I wanted. So we have this awesome opportunity as a community. So. Amber does have health insurance, and mm-hmm. the health insurance has a deductible. And this is why we are trying to raise some money for Amber. She started the process to have um, reconstructive surgery because, you know, from all of her cancer treatment and everything, her deductible was full. But the process has gotten stretched out into this year. So now there's a new deductible, and she has to try and continue with this reconstructive surgery is going to have to pay out of pocket, basically, until that deductible is covered. And when we heard this, we really wanted to help out and just really like, oh, hey, there's a, there's a cause we can help out with, you know, save the boobies, save the tatas. Save the tatas. <laughs> well, we have a real life save the tatas situation here. Exactly. You know? This is extremely important. If you would like to hear Amber's full story, please go to session two on Dear Friends and Family. You can check it out at studioids.com. Also, if you'd like to help us save the tatas, you can also check it out at studioids.com. Drums, please! Hey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) This is my jam. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, guys. It is the summer summer time. <laughs> I don't know if you all noticed, but we kind of took a little break for a month producing shows and we had to take a moment, you know, like we just had to like take a step back and yeah. and really look at our business and look at what we're doing and look at where we want to go. And I really feel like in the last month we've we really put down a good path for ourselves. I think we're heading in the right direction just because we have so many cool things going on for us right now. And without giving too much away, we're actually going to be launching new shows. And we've got people who are going to be doing shows with us and for us. It's so exciting. And everybody is so into it and so supportive. And it's been great. But, you know, we took this break from producing content. Or at least, you know, making it go live. Right, right. We've been producing this whole time. (laughs) But we, we, we took this break from putting content out there. And... We set this path in front of us, right? And then all of a sudden, summer, summer time. Yep. Like there are kids oh here 24 7. The original schedule that we set up doesn't <laughs> work. And so, like, we have to adjust our schedule to fit their summer schedule. And they're constantly knocking on the door and they're constantly like, I can't finish a thought right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I mean, and the thing is, is that that whole like end of the year blitz, you know, concerts and graduations and orchestra and choir oh, and dance. Oh, oh my. my. And so, yeah, it was absolutely insane. Now we're putting on this summer schedule with the kids. So they're getting used to it. We're getting used to it. And 
we're trying to still produce and trying to get things out. And, and we're still like, take care of our bodies. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah. <laughs> but we were really smart. And during the last month, we did set up a summer schedule for the kids. And it seems really effective. And they really seem to enjoy it. Like, oh, yeah. We had one of our kids in the studio tell us that they came into the studio because we were talking on microphones and teaching them how to participate in an interview. And he said one of his favorite things on our summer schedule is the house chores. Yes. Because he has fun the way mommy and daddy do house chores with him. Yes. That was like, what? <laughs> like, man. I, was I a, love when we score parent points. Heck yeah. I mean, that was a total parent point because when he said my favorite thing about the schedule was doing house chores with you, daddy. And I was like, oh. Hey, such a daddy's boy. Yeah. My heart just, oh, <laughs> man. Really? That's so cool. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically what we have been up to. Just adjusting to summer and getting used to this schedule that's only going to last two months and be able to flip back into our regular schedules. It's been just like, ah, mm-hmm. but there's so many so so many cool things things. coming out good things and yeah really good things so definitely 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 definitely. (laughs) so like a podcast rain man or something (laughs) 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 keep catching myself definitely 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 (laughs) our heroes yeah (laughs) so if you have somebody in your life if you were struggling through a really hard time and somebody just sort of stepped in and saved your day. Saved your butt. <laughs> <laughs> we want to hear about that person. Send us your messages and maybe your hero will be recognized on our show. That's it for session six. Woohoo! Thank you guys so much for listening. And as usual, please like, comment, and share. Get this out there, guys. And thank you so much, Lewis. I have learned so much from you. And you have been such a great supporter of our launch. Thank you so much. Heck yeah. And I also want to give a special shout out to Sam Cloud. Thank you so much. She is our number one listener Number right one now. listener. Woo-hoo! She is awesome. And I thought my mother was my biggest fan. Ooh. Ooh. Well... That's it for us, guys. Thank Check us you out so at studioids.com and sincerely, Lex and Patty. We're out.